0: talk this week from Acts chapters 27. Today we're looking at taking advice. Hardly a week goes by without someone asking someone what to do, what do they think about a situation that I'm facing. Good advice comes from people with the spiritual gifts of discernment and wisdom. Paul in Acts chapter 27 encountered a situation where he gave the best advice, but but it was rejected. The story goes like this, Paul tells the story. From there we put out to sea again and passed to, to the lee of Cyprus because the winds were against us. Much time had been lost and sailing had already become dangerous because of now it was after the Day of Atonement. So Paul warned them. Men, I can see that our voyage is going to be disastrous and bring great loss to the ship and cargo and to our own lives also. But the centurion, instead of listening to what Paul said, followed the advice of the pilot and the owner of the ship. Since the harbor was unsuitable to winter in, the majority decided that we should sail on, hoping to reach Phoenix and winter, and winter over there. There was a harbor in Crete facing both southwest and northwest. During the voyage, after they had gone a long time without food, Paul stood up before them and said, Men, you should have taken my advice not to sail from Crete. Then you would have spared yourselves and this damage and loss. But now I urge you to keep up courage, because not one of you will be lost; only the ship will be destroyed. Last night, an angel of God, to whom I belong, and I so sur- and I serve, stood beside me. Just before dawn, Paul urged them to eat. For the last fourteen days, he said, you have been in constant suspense and have gone without food. You haven't eaten anything. Now I urge you to take some food. You need it to survive. Not only not one of you will be lost. Not one of you will lose a single hair from, from his head. After he said this, he took some bread and gave thanks to God in front of them. Lessons from this encounter. Number one, be careful who you take advice from. The centurion was wrong, and the boat pilots were both wrong. In all fairness to them this, to, and to the situation, people usually go with the advice of the most important person in the room. In this case, the centurion and the pilot were top people to to give advice as to what to do. This would make more sense than taking advice from a lowly prisoner. We should prayerfully accept advice from all people who are being led of the Lord. Lesson number two, realize that in life, the majority is usually wrong. Verse 12 says, the majority decided that we should not sail on. It seems that the larger the group, the less accurate the advice is. A church that I'm familiar with was needed, they needed a new pastor, so they set a search committee. Out of fear that they would leave some sectors of the church out of the committee, they built a search committee of about 28 people. After three years of debates, they still had not chosen a new pastor. I think the general rule is the bigger the committee, the less work gets accomplished. The Bible has lots to say about taking advice. Proverbs 12:15 says, The way of fools seems right to them, but the wise listens to advice. Proverbs 13, 10, where there is strife there is pride but wisdom is found in those who take advice. Proverbs 19:20. Listen to advice and accept discipline and at the end you will be counted among the wise. Proverbs 20:18. Plans are established by seeking advice. If you wage war obtain guidance. Here's a few sayings about taking advice. Number 1. Advice is what we ask for when we already know the answer but wish we didn't. Number 2. No man is so wise that he can afford to wholly ignore the advice of others. Number three, the best way to succeed in life is to act on the advice that we give to other people. Number four, never give advice in a crowd. Number five, many receive advice, but only the wise benefit from it. Here's a simple way to give advice. Number one, be an active listener. Ask the person to explain their problem and listen with the intent of hearing her out and rather than planning what you're going to say. Number two, believe in the person. Try not to judge them before hearing them out. Number three, ask caring questions. Questions help to open someone up and helps them to have the person clarify the problems themselves. Number four, advise within your limits. You may run into situations that you're not capable of handling. It is time to pass them on to a professional counselor. Number five, help create a plan for change. Have some steps for the person to follow. In summary, pray, listen, ask questions before giving your advice. Conclusion, advice is good for us, especially if it's constructive advice. We need not to be threatened when someone gives us some advice. I would hope that people give good advice that is helpful and not vindictive. We need to always pray before giving advice to someone. When we are counseling someone, we need to be praying in our spirit for the advice that we're giving them. In giving someone advice, it is good to start with prayer then discuss with the person the situation and not rush into giving quick, unresearched, unprayed-for advice. It is best to give the advice that has been prayed for rather than advice that is from the flesh. Jesus is the best counselor and we need to rely on Him when we are advising someone. Keep Jesus the focus of your attention when advising someone. Amen. Let's pray. Father, giving advice is a difficult thing. We pray that you will give us wisdom as we have opportunities to counsel people. When people ask us questions for our advice, help us not to rush to our ego. Help us to rush to your presence and ask for the Holy Spirit's wisdom and guidance as we counsel people. In Jesus' name, amen.